wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Balik kayo pagpasko na. Sa may bahay ang aming pati. Merry Christmas na malulhati. Ang pag-ibig pag siyang naghari. Araw-araw ay magiging Pasko lagi. Tigas ng ulo nyo, bantay! Run! <laughs> I told you it was too early to carol in September. Welcome to Banana Cube Podcast. I'm Ray, your host, and again joined by my co-host, D. Hi, D. How are you? Hello, Ray. I'm doing great. How about you? So today, Mon Mon actually cooked spaghetti for me, so I'm extra happy. Oh, spaghetti wow. is my yeah favorite food. But we ran out of pasta in the end, but uh, good thing we have this. I, I don't know what that's called. Like, it's pasta, but then it looks like ribbons. Well, that sounds fancy. Yeah, it does. And we ordered some spaghetti sauce from a Filipino store. It's like Clara Olay. Uh, we're not sponsored, but anyways, it's the closest. <laughs> Maybe someday, who knows? Clara mm. Olay, if you're listening to us, we'd love to get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about Christmas. A fun fact that I like to share with non-Filipinos is that in the Philippines, we start celebrating Christmas in September. They always ask me why and I realize I don't really know. Why do you think that is, Ray? Hmm, that's a tough one. I guess it's because we just love Christmas so much that we want to celebrate it for <laughs> as long as we can. Yeah, you know what? I think you're spot on. The simplest explanation is most likely the right one. So, do you love Christmas personally? Yeah, I do. I love Christmas. And the reason for that is there's a lot of positive, happy, jolly emotions just floating around. Whenever you go to the malls, whenever you meet people, whenever you turn on the radio, it just reminds you of that festive feeling. And You know what I mean, right? There's always Jose Marichan on everywhere, whether in the yes. malls. Uh, recently, it's become a popular meme. Like on September 1st, yes. you will see this picture of Jose Marichan kind of popping out either from either sides of the square. Yes. And you know, this year, somebody sent me a revised version of that meme. Like, mm-hmm. it was Jose Marie-chan wearing a mask. <laughs> 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 because of the COVID. <laughs> yes, yes. But anyway, going back to what you said about why you love Christmas, I agree with you. Um, when you hear Christmas songs, it just gives you like a peace on earth, goodwill to men kind of feeling. Mm. Like, as you said, you, you feel happier or you just love your fellow men or you want to help out <laughs> yeah sometimes when i when i'm feeling down mm. i would play christmas songs yes to invoke that feeling to yeah. get me to a nice place yeah the power of songs because songs catalog our memories like whenever you hear a specific song it triggers like whenever i see girls yeah and then it reminds you of Christmas. And whenever there's Christmas, there's always gifts. There's always family. There's always lechon. I mean, not always. Uh, that, yeah. The fact that everyone's together, everyone's happy, 
that kind of also makes you happy. So very powerful device to make people happy. Yeah, I think uh, it was Amy Poehler who mentioned in one of her books that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we can time travel through songs. Ah, yes. If you hear a song, it transports you back to the memory of where you heard that song. Like, as you said, if it's Christmas, it probably transports you back to your childhood. Mm. Maybe just because we are in a foreign country for many, many years now. So it transports us back to the Philippines when, you know, we were surrounded by our family and our friends and and people who enjoyed Christmas as much as we did. Yeah. Specifically on Christmas, when we talk about songs, there are a lot of Christmas carols and people actually visit house per house to sing carols to the household. And there's this expectation that, you know, you you need to pay. How how do you say that? Caroling. I'm really not sure if that's popular outside of the Philippines. So that's the difference, I I think. I am not entirely sure, obviously, but Mm. uh, I don't think they get paid. I think in the, in, in like US, for example, the kids have Halloween to go trick and treating so they would get candy. Mm. But in the Philippines, it's Christmas when the kids would get to go out and mm. get money. So that's why we look forward to caroling because we would get pocket money, right? Childhood caroling is, for, for me, was the most anticipated activity, you know, growing up because, as you've said, it's a very good source of income. You take a kawayan, a bamboo stick, and then just nail some bottle crowns, like tansan, and then mm-hmm. it would... They, they, sec- would you also flatten them out? Or ah, yeah, yeah. Flatten them, them out and then yeah. remove the kind of rubbery uh, yes exactly yes, yeah, yes so that it amplifies the you know the metallic sound coming from the crown and then that's yes. it. it it seconds as a an instrument and it costs nothing you can just pick all those items literally from the ground for free and <laughs> you use a stone yeah. as you know as a hammer then yeah that's true maybe you just <laughs> needed to ask your father for some nails and yeah that's it and then it, it was fun it but we always run into a common enemy and those are the dogs. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dogs are very protective of their, you know, boss's house. They would constantly <laughs> bark and then sometimes the residents would not hear us properly and then, you know. <laughs> They would ignore us and we, we couldn't get any money. But how about you? Did you experience the same thing? Same thing for the bottle crowns or the tansan. Mm. So we would like use a nail to poke a hole in the center. But then mm-hmm. we would thread them through a wire. Like make like a makeshift tambourine. Ooh. Yeah. So so that's that's what I remember us doing. And then yes, you would also gather, right? So you would talk to your neighborhood friends. Mm. And, and then you would go and carol together. You, you, you do not carol alone because that's... <laughs> That's weird. But I have seen that happen to some people. Like, And then usually they would be judged. Like, this guy really wants money because he wants, you know, all the money for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents, when they gave the money to the kids, uh, was there like a strategy in giving the money or is it the same amount of money regardless of how many kids there are in the group? Mm, that's a good question. I think we, we did have criteria before. Say, for example... <laughs> yeah, if- what's the criteria? If they're just children, we would just give them like a token amount, maybe five pesos. But then if they're kind of older singing properly, like if the lyrics are not properly done, like especially for children, we would just give them one peso. Like, okay, you're not studying properly. You're you're not not singing it properly. And sometimes they they jumble all the lyrics and sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like, wait, you're not serious about caroling. You have to do it properly. You have to earn the money. Wow, your house was like Simon Cowell or you know, like Pinas Got Talent. (laughs) 
Did, did right. you have specific criteria in your in your household? I know that my mom would usually give depending on the number of heads. So mm. like for example, let's just say it was one peso per kid. So if mm. there's like five kids, she would give five pesos. September 1st, maybe we recognize that it's the start of Christmas, but to actually give money for caroling, it's too early. I suppose the best timing would be December 1st. Uh, that, yeah, that's interesting. In the in Zabuanga, we started on December 16. Like, there was a specific date. Oh, really? Before oh, okay. that, you cannot start, yes. <laughs> and aside from Christmas carols, one of the anticipated activity would be to watch Christmas movies. In the past, remember, we didn't have Netflix, we didn't mm. have cable, ah, yes. and all that. So we only had ABS-CPN, <laughs> and then... <laughs> And GMA, GMA as well, right? <laughs> and RPN. RPN anyway, 9, so, ABC yeah, 5. Um, for Christmas, maybe after Noche Buena, mm. they would show Christmas movies. Yes. And that uh, was a highlight for me. I always enjoy staying up, mm. like past my usual bedtime because there's no school tomorrow. And then I would watch, uh, what's that movie with Kevin Cosme? No, not Kevin Cosme. <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone. Home, uh, yes, that one. I Home yeah, Alone, one. The Realist. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Yes. Home Alone. Home Alone. Now that you mentioned that yeah i think home alone is one of the classics but then now i realize there's not a lot of Mm -hmm. filipino christmas movies and that's because during that time it's metro manila film festival and they don't usually have christmas themed movies and now that you pointed out that's right like we're supposed to be hyped up on christmas how come we don't really have christmas movies yeah (laughs) yeah you have a point maybe we don't have christmas movies but we had christmas TV shows, right? Like, you know, Home Alone Darilis would have a Christmas episode ah, or yes. Okay Cafe Rico or I don't know, whatever those shows were in the past. Right. By the way, who copied who? Home Along the Realist or Home Alone? Who came first? Are you even asking that question? No, Obviously, Home Alone search. came. Really? Because Home what? Alone is a kid, Home Alone, right? is... Home Alone is like 1990. Yes, but... Home Along the Realist is 1992. Okay. Cool. So okay. I mean, I would be super shocked if it was the other way around. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I didn't know. Right? <laughs> Eventually, when I grew up, my favorite Christmas movies became like, you know, rom-coms and mm. Christmas. My ultimate favorite is While You Were Sleeping. So I really love that movie and I have watched it so many times already. Usually around Christmas, I would watch it. Oh, cool. When you ask me what Christmas movies I like, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. So I searched uh, via Google Christmas movies. And right. from, from is the Die list, Hard there? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? N- no, Die Hard is not here. <laughs> well, why Why is Die Hard a Christmas movie? What, did it happen I, on Christmas Eve? Yes, it happened on Christmas Eve. And actually, I see that a lot. Maybe people are just joking that, you know, <laughs> guys usually say that Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> The, the well, first... it doesn't, it doesn't the... mesh, right? It's an, a hardcore action flick. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. But if you think about it, Home Alone is a hardcore action flick, isn't huh? it? Home no. Alone, right? He, it is. I mean, he, he did all those violent things to those robbers. Ah, I see, I see, I see. But not as violent as Die Hard. It's not totally different. That was cute violent. Okay, it wasn't brutal and yeah right, and and right, right. N- number one christmas movie according to google is klaus which is a oh, recent okay. movie that i really loved and really enjoyed it's the backstory of how um santa claus became santa claus oh is it a cartoon it's uh yes it's an animated film oh, you should okay. watch I it should i check. highly recommend it's really cool like i've always okay. wondered as well where does uh, santa claus come from like they've 
cleverly created a backstory of Santa Claus. Aside yeah. from Christmas carols, Christmas movies, one of the things that people spend time on doing is actually decorations. Uh, both at their house or even at, uh, at their desk in the office, they kind of decorate it to make it more festive. What kind of decorations did you do back home during I Christmas? I think we wished that we had a Christmas tree, but we, we didn't. My mm. parents were more into the Philippine uh, way of decorating, so it's just, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like very simple ones. But we did have parols, but not the fancy ones, you know, the expensive ones with the lights inside. No, it's usually mm. those just Japanese paper parols. And maybe some of them I made myself because... Nice. I mean, because some of them were part of our projects in ah, school. Yes, yes. I think I did a lot of those, but they weren't yeah. good enough to be actually decorated. Decorated. Like I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not very good with um, arts and crafts. Back then, we actually had a Christmas tree. I don't know how. Like we, our family is very frugal, but we did have a Christmas tree. And mm -hmm. the good thing about that Christmas tree is, according to my sister, until now we we're still using the same Christmas tree that we've oh, you wow. know put up since it we survived. were kids. It survived, but the problem is, I think it's only half the size of what it was what? before, and maybe less than half number of branches because over the over the years maybe <laughs> some parts got yeah, lost yeah. some parts got yes, damaged yes. but i bet it still invokes nostalgia especially since it's the same tree that mm. she grew up with so yeah. christmas is about nostalgia so that, yes. that adds a nostalgia factor it's yeah. probably why they couldn't get rid of it even if i'm sure they can afford to buy a new tree mm. if they want and personally i i prefer the plastic ones compared to if, if you look at in in the movies in the u.s they usually use a kind of the, an actual pine tree and yeah. it's single use because it's they, they, they cut it uh, you know they, they cut the tree so mm -hmm. that means it won't survive for generations but for, for our case it's made in plastic so once Christmas is done we, we just store it for next Christmas again yes so it's just mm. very frugal mm. and also it's it's frugal because there are many uses for that same tree but mm. at the same time it's cheaper compared mm. to if you buy an actual tree I mean in Singapore I when they were selling those pine trees I remember I was shocked that they are so expensive they're hundreds of dollars and it's just something that would die yeah. in less than a month so it's not very worth it I it's find it's not economical about Christmas decorations, right? So we, we usually give all out in the Philippines. Like even um, in the office, there will mm. be Christmas decoration contests and we would do OT just to... <laughs> yeah. Just to like decorate the whole place and make it really Christmassy. Mm. But then um, when we moved to Singapore and somebody tried to do that in our office, I remember that a lot of locals were not very happy because their bosses were more enthusiastic about Christmas were like mm. telling them to to decorate it so much to the point that they had to do OT just to decorate the office. Oh wow. But mm. I mean you can't really blame them because they don't believe in Christmas. Most of them are different religions and you're forcing them to decorate. Or maybe I, I think Filipinos are just more enthusiastic into Christmas than <laughs> <laughs> than other people. <laughs> they don't mind spending extra hours just to decorate the place. Yes, exactly. That's the interesting thing I learned while abroad. How about Japan? Uh, are, there are not a lot of Christians in Japan. How do they decorate the office? Do you have any decorations when it's Christmas? In the companies that I've been here, we don't really. Like I, I haven't seen... No, I don't really. And e even in the malls, it's very surprising. Like You always have that anticipation that malls would be decorated somehow with um, Christmas theme. But in Japan, there's not a lot of that 
action. So yeah, it's oh, not okay. it's not really celebrated here in Japan. And the funny thing is, during Christmas, people would actually queue up to buy KFC chicken. KFC, why? <laughs> That's <then> a bit weird. <laughs> I I asked my colleague, like my colleague's reasoning was, it's the closest thing that they can get to Turkey. They kind of compare oh, yeah, it with Thanksgiving that. celebration, where the uh, you know right. the popular dish would be uh, roasted turkey but then since it's not popular here in japan and probably because it costs a lot more the cheapest and most accessible (laughs) option is kfc chicken (laughs) yeah maybe the thing is it's still it's an american poultry yeah american poultry other than that (laughs) nothing nothing really special when it comes to christmas here in japan so it's quite sad yeah i mean for you since you're used to that to being festive on christmas i would imagine that would be a bit sad Let's move on to parties, Christmas parties. Let's start with our childhood. Our family is quite big. So my my father has, um, in Cebu at least, he has 10 siblings. So And each of those um, siblings has their own families as well. So whenever we gather together during Christmas, there's just a lot of people. And there's a lot of kids. And what we do normally is we organize games and, and people get really, really competitive. And I recall last year, I couldn't go home. So they, they still continue with the Christmas party. And then, you know, they recorded some of the videos and I sponsored one game. And the game I sponsored was a dance competition. Right. So they formed into groups and, and the grouping was one group, uh, you know, uh, one family should belong to different groups so that it becomes more exciting so that they, they have to actually bond with other family members. And they were really competitive with costumes and really complicated <laughs> choreography. So you can really tell that they've been practicing for hours. So it, it's wow. really amazing <laughs> that people really invest time and effort to actually you know perform during that event so it was really cool we had some reunions family reunions when my grandmother from my father's side was still alive mm. uh it wasn't in Sambuanga city it was in Sambuanga del norte which is like six hours away by bus and it wasn't the comfortable bus ride it's mm. very bumpy <laughs> bus ride <laughs> <laughs> like back then i think we didn't even have aircon buses so by the time i arrived my hair is super dusty and you know <laughs> anyway but <laughs> We, we didn't really have a proper queuing system when going to buses. So I guess people also get competitive about getting into buses. They would run after buses. Like, you know, when a bus <laughs> would arrive in a depot. Then, like, I remember my, my dad would carry my brother on his shoulder and throw him into a window so he could <gasps> reserve seats for us. It, it was that competitive, yes. <laughs> But that's really a smart idea. At the same time, very risky. Now, what if it became full and then the driver just went on ahead without you? So your brother's alone? (laughs) Yeah, and he was a kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but that was funny. And yeah. then we got to to my um, grandmother's house. Um, most of my dad's brothers and sisters were there. So I had a lot of cousins like you. So it's mm. a whole clan reunion. And there's also mm. games and people get competitive. And there's also a lot of singing and all that. And it, that was why it was really fun. Because, mm. you know, it's not just eating or whatever. There's like a lot of activities. <laughs> and everyone is like into it. That's the thing. It's not just with the family things. Like even at the work events or at the at the school events, if there mm. was some kind of Christmas play or Christmas choir that needs to happen, people would really be into it. 
Ah, yeah. And we love that. We actually love being busy and getting ourselves, like, practicing for all these activities. I guess that's mm. the difference because I remember in my former company in, in Manila, um, our uh, one of our MD at the time or, like, the biggest boss at the time was uh, a foreigner. Mm. Uh, and he thought that people don't want to, to be busy to prepare for Christmas party. So he, for the first time he was there, he just, like, there was just a band that was hired to entertain us while we ate. And everyone was unhappy about it. I remember mm. we're like this is so boring like why why don't we why won't we get to dance or to sing ourselves he mm. didn't understand that we enjoyed that <laughs> that I it wasn't see. a chore for us yeah. <laughs> So that's the difference between us, the Filipinos and other nationalities I guess we are mm. really into performing There's a lot of games that I enjoy and uh, specifically there's this trip to Jerusalem Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would put chairs, form it in a circle, and then depending on the participants, you would put uh, the same number of chairs minus one. And yes, then yes. what happened is uh, music would play, people would dance while moving around the chairs, and then once the music stops, everyone has to secure a seat. The person who could not get a seat would be eliminated. And then, of course, they would repeat that until there's only two remaining. And then, yeah, it's it's really fun and competitive. Yeah, 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 that is fun. Mm. I suddenly now remember uh, what mm. is my answer to your question. Mm. I think I enjoyed Christmas charades. Ah! Like, usually, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's Chris- you have to guess if it's a Christmas song or a Christmas movie or a Christmas ah. anything, really. But it's not just Christmas, but any charades really is fun because people have to act. (laughs) Sometimes they're funny and the guesses Mm. are funny. And I recall we did that as well as friends and we we become very competitive as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, oh no, I remember something. It wasn't the charades, it was a Pictionary, remember? Ah, yes, Pictionary. We had the Noche Buena. So I guess this is moving on to how we celebrate Christmas in Singapore. Mm. So when we were in Singapore, even though, you know, our families weren't there, but our friends became our family. So if we didn't uh, go back home mm. for Christmas, because sometimes it was not practical because uh, in Christmas, the fares like double or something like that, right? <laughs> yes. So it wasn't practical to go home every mm. Christmas. Yeah. So if you stay in Singapore, you always ask, so who's staying in Singapore? And then whoever is staying in Singapore, then those are the people you have Noche Buena with. That's right. So we would usually have those games. And then... And this was before we became flatmates, actually. So it mm. was probably 2015. It was mm. in your house in Bedok. Mm-hmm. So you hosted Noche Buena. And then I just came over with decorations, I guess. Ah, <laughs> remember yes, I that? Remember. And yes, then, and then I, I remember your wife made the cinnamon rolls that are yes. really delicious. And after we ate, we decided to play Pictionary using somebody's iPad. Ah, it was Gemma's yes. iPad. And we had to draw movies. And we were all terrible at drawing. That It was super hard <laughs> to guess. Like, what the <laughs> hell is that movie? And remember, Mildred <laughs> tried to draw an astronaut and it looked like an egg. And so we said, it's not yeah. breakfast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. That memory is so ingrained yeah. in my mind that I actually remember what t-shirt I wore. And it was a blue t-shirt with Donald Duck uh, <laughs> <Okay>. design. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and a good thing about yeah. that is whenever we get together, we, we don't really have to plan anything because anything random would just happen. That, that's how yes, close that's we are. And there's never a dull moment. We always think of ways to entertain ourselves. Of, of course, the default is karaoke, but other than that, there's... <laughs> 
a lot more creative <laughs> activities that we do. How, how about food? We've we've not talked about food. We haven't, yes. Yeah. So mm. um, at home, mm. didn't really have ham mm. because I think that was expensive. And yeah. I think my dad preferred to make his own stuff, like he would make estopado or um, wow. maybe jamonado or something wow. like that. Yeah. How about your house? Were you big into Christmas food? Now that you mentioned that, whenever we have Christmas parties, we, we don't really focus on Christmas food, but... What happens is each household has their own specialty f- uh, food. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And we would sponsor. So say, for example, my mom cooks this kumba. Um, oh, a, my God, that's good. Yeah. It's the, it's a Bisaya version of adobo. So mm-hmm. it's, it's pork cooked in soy sauce. And, and there's a lot of ingredients. And some of the ingredients my mom doesn't tell because it's her secret. It's recipe. a secret? <laughs> oh, my God. But it's, so, sweet. it's a sweeter version of adobo, yeah, right? It's it's yeah. sweet version of adobo. It's really cool. So uh, one of the... The food that my dad always made for Christmas and New Year was a uh, chicken macaroni salad. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, I was in charge of just the chicken and the cheese. Okay. So, I need to chop the cheese into tiny cubes. And the nice. chicken, I needed to... What do you call that? Like, you know, hibay hibay. <laughs> it's not in English. <laughs> I don't know what that is in English. Shred, I think. Shred the oh, chicken shred. maybe, right? Yeah. So I was in charge of shredding the chicken. Mm. So I would shred the chicken. But then sometimes I would end up eating some of them and then I would just call them. Because I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be eating That's the classic. chicken. Mm. And also, by the way, you talked about homba. Yeah. Uh, we, in Singapore, um, had a lot of friends who were from Sambuanga. So we would gather at Christmas. Mm. And, you know, the way you describe your family gatherings, it was like that. It was potluck. So yeah. we would just all bring food. Mm. And one of one of my friends is a, like Ooh, a legit nice. chef. So Mark would make kumba. Yeah, we all loved it as well. So it became like a Christmas tradition for awesome. for little Sambuanga. That's what they call yeah. our group. To have that for Christmas. So, so in a way, it became Christmas food to me as well. And mm. not just to you. So I guess let's talk about um, most memorable Christmases. The most memorable one I had as an adult actually happened in Manila. Mm-hmm. The year was 2004. So that was when we had just moved to Manila. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't really have a lot of money yet. So we mm-hmm. couldn't afford to go back home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of us had to stay in Manila, like maybe five of us, mm-hmm. uh, housemates. And we were all college classmates. It just so happened that our college teacher was also in Manila at the time. And he was a Jesuit priest. His name was Father DJ. Oh, so, oh no. nice yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so he was in Manila. And then when mm-hmm. he I found out that like, you know, five of us weren't going home, he decided to invite us to spend Christmas with his family. So he fetched us at our apartment on Christmas morning. And then nice. he treated us to lunch at Pizza Hut near our place. Back then, we couldn't afford Pizza Hut. So, so we were super happy when this happened. Mm. And then he ordered way too much. And then we couldn't even finish everything. Even though we were with my friend who was a janitor fish. Like, you know, she usually <laughs> finishes everything, but she couldn't. Mm. And then he brought us to his relative's mansion in Paranaque. So wow. that their clan was having a reunion there. And we were like shocked that we were in this place which was super huge. Like, you know, the bathroom was bigger than our bedroom. That was the kind of mansion that it was. Wow. Mm. And then, you know, they were all very nice. They were asking us to eat, but we were still full. I don't know why we had to eat at Pizza Hut, even though, you know, we were going to a party. <laughs> You're going maybe. to a party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really know why he did that. There was a mass because our teacher was a priest, so he would officiate the mass. Mm. And then when he 
he assigned us to do things like doing the readings or acting as sacristan. Mm. Yeah, I was assigned to do the first reading. But before he turned over the floor to me, like he introduced us to his family. He's saying that, oh, uh, they can't spend Christmas with their families. And that, you know, he was very happy that his family had agreed to take us orphans in that was touching that he actually adopted us that even though it was Christmas and we were away from our families that we still had a family to spend Christmas with yeah that's really that's a really cool story that for one you didn't expect it's something by chance that uh, your teacher happened to be in the same place where you are and you needed somebody you needed kind of a sponsor (laughs) (laughs) yes yes he was our sponsor yes if he hadn't invited us he probably would have I don't know cooked instant spaghetti (laughs) at home (laughs) Oh, that would have been a totally different Christmas. But but yeah, that's that's good. And I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to pull a prank on my manita. Of course, I bought her a gift. But on top of the gift that I wanted to give her, I got this toy from Blue Magic where Oh, that was very popular back then, yeah. And expensive, mm. right? Wasn't it expensive? Uh, but but it wasn't oh. a stuffed toy. It was this toy that resembles poop oh my god why <laughs> yeah but <laughs> there are two gifts one is the real gift but uh-huh. on top i put the poop toy uh-huh. but then when my manita received the gift she mm-hmm. opened it and then that mm-hmm. was the thing that she saw and, then... and she cried oh no <laughs> yeah, she cried and i wanted to explain and i got scolded by my teacher because I can imagine. Yes. why would you do that? Why would you give, you know, poop <laughs> in your uh, exchange gift? But then I defended myself and I said, oh, it, it's a joke. There's another gift below it, but, you know, it ruined the mood. My oh. teacher's already angry. My manita is already <laughs> crying. Yeah, so yes. so I suppose that was my most memorable Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> The best thing about Christmas is gifts. It's all. It always makes the day or the night memorable because you always anticipate giving yes, and true. and receiving mm-hmm. gifts. Yep. And every year in school, you always have this Christmas parties where you exchange gifts with your classmates. Yeah, Kris Kringle. What is it called in Cebu? Changing gift. <laughs> because in Sambuanga, we call it Manito Manita. And we even had a song that we ah. sang while someone was going around and about to give this gift. In Changing gift in, in, so it's different. in Visaya. It's different. So what you do yeah. is you specify an amount, the value of the gift, and mm-hmm. then you wouldn't know who will be the recipient. So what oh, happens yeah, is yeah. the teacher would gather all the gifts and they would label the gifts, numbered them from, let's say, 1 to 50, depending on number of students. And then mm-hmm. um, you would draw lots. And right. whatever number you got, that will be the gift that you will get for that day. Yeah. So it's it's very not personal at all because the only criteria is the value. So you wouldn't know who's receiving the gift. But um, for me and my best friends, uh, we're in four different countries. We decided to have like uh, Manito Manita. So we're using this website called Elfster.com. Ooh, Elfster.com. So Yes. So what you do is you just um, register the email ads of the people who want to join. And then mm. like once everyone has accepted it, the moderator can uh, do the draw. And mm-hmm. then everyone would get uh, an email about who is their manito or their, the person that they need to give a gift to. 
Mm-hmm. And the, the cool thing about it is, you know, if you sign up, you can put your address there. So whoever gets you can see your address and also your wish list. Awesome. Yeah. So so I think that's a good idea for people who are thinking how they can do uh, gift giving across the, the ocean. You can still do mm. it. So that's really fun. And it's not just for overseas, for any party really. You don't need to physically write names on paper and get everyone to draw. You can use that. That's what we've been using actually for our little Zamboanga parties in Singapore before as well. It accommodates gift giving digitally. Yeah. It crosses right? borders. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so, so that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. When I was a kid, I really, really wanted a Barbie doll, but they were expensive back then. Mm. So my mm. parents gave me um, a Barbie doll. I love that doll so much. I think that it was two dolls actually. I love those dolls so much that, you know, I played with them until I was a teenager. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love them because kids have a lot of imagination. So I also had a lot of imagination. So I would mm. like to have them talk to each other or whatever, mm. you know. And then like I would even sew clothes for them because we couldn't afford buying. Oh, that's so nice. Clothes, to the point that my mom scolded me because I was ruining my own clothes just so I could... <laughs> Many, many years later, I was already in Singapore. Mm. I told my friend, Jel, about how Barbie dolls were my favorite gifts when I was mm. a kid. And then she bought me a Barbie doll <laughs> for that Christmas. <laughs> but I guess the main difference between the Philippines and Singapore is like in the Philippines, you would give gifts to everyone. Mm. Like in my company before, like we had a department of like 40 people and you would have to give, well, you don't have to, but you will feel pressured to because everyone gives gifts to everyone. And it, yeah. if you don't give back, it seems like you're a Scrooge. Yeah. So so I guess that's where the pressure comes from. Like what if you don't really want to give gifts to 40 people? Mm. And the tendency is if you give gifts to 40 people and you, your money is not enough. So, mm. so that means your gift is going to be a low value gift. It's just, for mm. the sake of giving it and you know there's a saying that says it's a thought that counts it's a thought that counts and I read somewhere the guy said that actually it's not the thought that counts because like it's it's the gift that counts because the kind of gift that you give speaks volumes about what you think of the person that you're giving it to mm. like if it's a generic gift mm. So it's like, is that really a gift that you, is that really something that he should be happy about? Yeah. It's nicer if you gave something that didn't cost money, but is tailored to that person. Then that's, I guess that's where the, they say the thought that counts. That's where that applies. So you put thought into the gift. Yeah. I guess that's what, that's what counts. It's a very personal, very specific, catered to what that other person really cares about. And yes, it, it's a more lasting effect. The The most generic gift would be a, a picture frame. No, yes, not even frame. not 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 even <laughs> chocolate picture frame. And the worst part is you didn't even make an effort to put you know that person's or your picture, photo. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes we wonder if the gift is recycled, meaning that person received that gift in some part. Oh yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like it, and so he will recycle it by giving it to somebody else in another party. And yeah, I, I'm guilty of that sometimes. Yeah, before when I had a lot of parties to join, and I can't think of a gift. To give but yeah but i think it's fine if if the person you're giving it to is not really that special mm. but of course if you do that to your wife then okay that's world war three yeah <laughs> i remember speaking of gifts that don't really cost much but are catered to a person i gave you spaghetti one time remember ah yes <laughs> just one of the most pasta. personal <laughs> gift and i cooked it immediately it was so <laughs> i have very low eq <laughs> <laughs> yes 
<laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Gifts doesn't have to be expensive. Mm. And, and you're right. It, it's, it was very personal and that's why it becomes more memorable. Thanks for that awesome tip. Speaking of gifts, I think this wraps up our episode. And there's only one way to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Ang babait ninyo. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.